Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hi guys, on today's podcast, our stories matter. So what is your story? What we say about and to ourselves matters. Telling our story is powerful and life-changing and life-affirming and beautiful. It's also scary to take the time to reflect and sift through memories, to sit with the pain and the rawness of life. We can learn so much about who we are and what we are made of when looking at our life narratives. Our stories help us process our experiences and events in our own minds and make sense of the world around us. It helps us uncover the hidden narratives and the unconscious pieces. And this is where we can begin to write our narratives and rewrite our stories. So what do we say to ourselves? What do you tell yourself about your value and your worth? Our internal dialogue is fused with memories of things that have happened before and you're either moving toward or away from recreating another version of that experience with nearly every thought you have, every word you say, and every action you take. When you interpret your life experience as being negative or disempowering, you form limiting beliefs about yourself. These limiting beliefs might sound like, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I could never do that. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve happiness. But we can see our life experiences as teachers and opportunities to grow, even when it's hard. And I would like to urge you to go back if you haven't done so already and listen to our Mindset Matters podcast. This is what it's about. It's about creating those narratives and stories we tell ourselves, but changing that from one of, I can't do this, I'm not smart enough, to I can if I work hard enough and I know I have the capacity to work hard and I know I can do this if I try. Because what we continually say to our other ourselves and how we say it it becomes our reality. It's, it's so scary to me how that happens and what that looks like. It's so funny that this morning I was just reading an article from the journal Developmental Psychology titled The Differential, I can't ever say that word, um, Influences of Parenting and Child Narrative Coherence on the development of emotional recognition. And this was for my school psych program. And this is to say that parents have an incredible role in helping children construct narratives to help them with emotional balance. And we'll get into this with emotional coaching and in depth in my parenting classes. But it's incredibly rich, this world that we create and that we then help our children create by the way we help them process what is happening to themselves. 
I have to say I've been fascinated for so long by narrative psychology. It looks at human beings and their how they deal with experiences by observing stories and listening to the stories of others. We see narrative as a natural human process that is integral to our abilities to make sense of the world around us and our experiences. Dr. Dan Adams, a professor of psychology at Northwestern University, um, and someone I would really like to meet, said that life stories do not simply reflect personality, they are personality, or more accurately, they are important parts of our personality, along with other parts, like dispositional traits, goals, and values. And this is where it's at. You know, my first master's degree was behavioral focused. And so anything that you could see or observe was something that you could influence or modify, the principles of behavioral analysis. But it always struck me that life is more than that. We are our thoughts and we are our stories. And how do we begin to change those? To help us construct a new story, a new narrative. And those narratives that we create about our lives directly influence our futures. They do so by helping us sift through the myriad of details, facts, emotions, and select what to encode into our memory. We can do this intentionally. The sum of what is encoded, like I'm a good parent or wife or a writer, or I'm a failure, I'm a, I can't do this well, I, I will always struggle with this, I will always struggle with depression and anxiety. And, and it really feeds back into the roles we play as actors and the goals we have as agents, thus directing the future. And I'll post this in the blog post related to um, this podcast. But studies have shown that finding positive meaning in, in negative effects is linked to a more complex sense of self and greater life satisfaction. Even controlling for great general optimism. McAdams, Dr. McAdams from Northwestern University and his colleagues found that having more Redemption sequences in a life story was associated with higher well-being. So how do we create those redemption stories? But before we get to that, um, I wanted to say that highly generative people, people that are caring and committed to helping future generations, often tell stories about others who have helped them in the past. McAdams suggests that narcissists are probably more likely to do the opposite. They're really good at talking about themselves and how they pulled themselves up without any help from others and and even pushing their own narrative and not willing to listen um, to others. So I thought that was really interesting. So we also get to rewrite our story. Our narrative offers us a chance not just for understanding, but for reorganization of our sense of self, a self that was wounded, broken, frightened, lost, it can now be reclaimed. And in my opinion, humble opinion, this is the key to healing. The power of telling your story allows you to transform the foreign into the familiar, making the unspeakable 
unspeakable. Your narrative and your story alone can bring you awareness and closure. What happens when the stories we tell are are of pain and victimization and fear? What happens to our sense of self and sense of self-efficacy? I think about this often when it comes to my own story. The good news is that you are the author of your story. You are the one walking your path and navigating the terrain of your journey. You are the one who rewrites the story and writes it again and, and, and examines it and changes that. The pieces that you need to change. You have the ability to change the narrative at any time. You can start by looking at how you interpreted your past ad- experiences and events. And there are two tar- types of interpretations. Those that empower you and those that disempower you. My story has long been one of fear and self-doubt. My rape defined me for many years. I could not get out of, of a narrative of blame and of shame. But I made the conscious choice to rewrite my story. Literally rewriting it, writing it again, and figuratively, of course. I wrote about the scariest, most darkest moment of my rape, and I chose not to focus on the fear and loathing, but to paint the picture of how I've changed and grown as a result. In coaching, we look at your thoughts, the stories you tell about yourself and your experiences and your circumstances. I believe that we all get to choose what we think. We can see a situation as the worst, most unfair thing, or we can see a situation and know that we can think about our opportunity to grow and learn. The moral of of all of our stories is that you always have a choice in how you interpret events, circumstances, interactions with others. You can choose to focus on the negative by looking at all that is wrong, which leads, I would add, to more pain and suffering. Or you can choose to look for what's right, to find the gifts or the opportunities, which leads to more potential, more joy, happiness, fulfillment, all the things that we want in our life. So I want you to think about finding your own narrative. Think about it. You are both the author and the main character. How can you write your life's narrative in a way that is compelling and inspiring and reminds you of what you've been through and how strong you are? It takes an honest look at where you are, where you blame other people and circumstances for the way your life has turned out and recognizing that you are the author. You are the main character. No one else has that place in your life story. So I want you to first think about challenges, obstacles. What is the specific obstacle you faced in your life? This is just one way to begin to approach your narrative. Why did you feel it was an obstacle? What was so challenging about it? What was, what, why was it your challenge? 
And I want you to think about obstacles. People see the word and they think that they need to describe the misfortune in their lives. But I want you to keep in mind that it might be one of your own choosing, a high mountain you decided to climb as much as a hole you managed to climb out of. Any number of things might have been an obstacle and be the source of a good story to inspire yourself daily and to inspire others. And I then want you to think about, after the obstacle, I want you to think about your choice. What was the specific choice you made? Why did you make it? Where did you get the courage to choose that or not to choose that for a while? Where did you get the hope? Why didn't you have the hope for a while? How did it feel? What were your thoughts that, create, that you had around the obstacle? And then we look at outcome. What happened as a result of your choice? What hope can it give you? What hope can it give the rest of us? How did the outcome feel? Why did it feel that way? What did it teach you? What, did it, what do you want it to teach us? The others, the, the figurative or the audience out there. If you so choose to share your story, I also want you to think about what is the story you tell others about your life? So we have our internal stories and we have those external stories that we share. And also I want you to reflect on should you and why should you tell your stories? What would be the cost to you in your life if you chose not to tell your story? What would you like to share with the people who know you and to those that don't? Of all the things you can do to make the world a better place, I believe that there are a few things more there are a, only a few things more valuable and more beneficial than telling your story. Where you have been and what you have learned matters. What you hold dear, what you have endured, what has made you tougher, what experiences have enlightened you and in turn inspired and informed you to produce positive change for yourself. Putting it out there, even to an audience of one, which is you, matters. And I want to think, you to think about, is your story a sad one? A trial of difficulties and hurtful experiences. When you're ready to tell your story, you'll find that opening up to yourself, another person, your significant other, a community that you can trust will change you. I was recently listening um, to a podcast by Elizabeth Gilbert called Big Magic. Big Magic, I think that's the title. Um, it's, it's from her book, um, and it's, she's on her second season, and I highly recommend it. But she said that we have a great privilege to be able to have a public voice and to share our stories. And how many of our ancestors would have given everything to have a voice? Think about that. And the price that we have, the price that we pay for sharing our stories out loud to others is the risk of rejection. But we owe it to all those silenced for so long to take the chance. Brene Brown said, owning our story can be hard, but not 
nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy, the experiences that make us most vulnerable. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of light. I hope that you will take the time to look at your stories this week. If you want, I have a few questions as homework to help you um, set the stage for how you begin to think about this. Okay, so here we go. This will also be in the podcast, um, sorry, the blog associated with this podcast. So I want you to think, what does courage mean to you? What does courage look like in your life? What events in your life have shaped the way you think? What does resilience mean to you? How do you help yourself and others, that might be your children, be resilient? What did you experience in your childhood? And how has that helped you grow? You can think about challenges, obstacles, your choice on how to respond to those and the outcome. And finally, what are you grateful for? I know that in my own life, I am so grateful for this opportunity to chat with you each week, to share what I'm learning and experiencing and what I know, and I'm so grateful for that. I also want to give you an opportunity if you'd love to share your story, to be on my blog or podcast. I want to give you that opportunity in some small way to share your voice because I know it has changed my life and it is those little things that matter. So please email me at hello at jessicastong.com or visit livesofcourage.com. I hope that you can start to address those narratives, that script that you're telling yourself in your head. I use my courage and strength to find a different way forward, to use different words, to rewrite my story of trauma. And I've made my, cho- my choice to share my experiences as I know it matters. There is power and grace and courage in being honest and showing the world who you are. And I want to model that. I want people to know that there is another way. So for all of you waiting to begin to rewrite your stories, I want to say, please join me. Jump right in and rewrite a new story where you are brave and strong and courageous. So thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm so grateful that you joined me on the Lives of Courage podcast. I can't wait to talk to you next week, and I hope um, that you'll reach out and let me know how you're doing. Thanks so much. Have a great week.